Hello everybody, this is DJ Renato Creative. I'm a music producer, DJ. And I just wanna let you guys know that you can get more exposure for your music. You can get more exposure for that business that you own or that project that you're working on. Only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. You can get you a professional print ad in the magazine, which features some of the most beautiful models. Or you can get you a ad on this radio station, Dream Angel FM Radio. Again, only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Yo, what up? It's your boy Jay Stone, and you tuned in to Dream Angel FM Radio. You heard me? Let's go. This is your radio. This is your station. 24-7 for your ears only. Hello everybody, this is DJ Renato Creative. I'm a music producer, DJ. And I just wanna let you guys know that you can get more exposure for your music. You can get more exposure for that business that you own or that project that you're working on. Only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. You can get you a professional print ad in the magazine, which features some of the most beautiful models. Or you can get you a ad on this radio station, Dream Angel FM Radio. Again, only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Hello, welcome to the Dream Angel FM. I'm your host, Renato Creative, and today we're going to interview Lucy Risque. Oh, sound like I hear her. Hey, Lucy, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? So, um, tell everybody about yourself, you know, what you do. Um, well, I am a burlesque performer. I am a stripper, a sex worker, femdom. I also do a lot of event assistance, coordination, and management, as well as um, I do gel shots <laughs> for those that may be in need. Um, I've done a few different club services like door, hookah, bartending. Um, just, you know, whatever needs to get done, call me. Okay, so um, I'm asking people this because I just it's interesting to find out, but how did you find Dream Angel? Um, I believe from one of the photographers I was following at the time. I have so many different ones that I've changed through following, but um, one particular 
photographer I was following had like a list of different magazines and things that they were involved with and had published things with. So uh, your name was on that list and I went on ahead and gave you guys a follow. Okay, awesome. I know I have been trying to get you in the magazine for a while, but you actually <laughs> did a recent shoot for the magazine. Yes. And the cool thing about it is you work with images by Mr. Mike, Mike Miller, photographer out of Charlotte. So um, what made you decide to do it, do the shoot with him this time for the magazine? I've worked, I've worked with Mr. Mike before. Um, and honestly, the very, from the very first time I worked with him till now, he's always been very professional. Um, he's really great about giving direction and essentially knowing what it is that you as a woman might want to see as well as if it's you know any content that you're producing for clients he has a good idea of what the client may want to see whether it is something of the erotic nature like my work or something just simple and sexy or sensual even um i've seen a few of his his other photo shoots that he's posted online and even you know maternity shoots they come out wonderful so I figured that it would be my best interest to go ahead with him. I do like the quality of his work as well. Um, and he's very good about communication. He lets you know a good time frame if anything ever comes up and is prohibiting that time frame. He's good about coming back and letting you know, hey, I have a slight delay, but expect it around XYZ time. You know, communication is definitely there and professional. So that ultimately, you know, led my choice to being with him. Okay, awesome. Yes. And when I first started working with him, I don't know how I found him either. But <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I found him, just be real. But um, he could have he could have inboxed me or something. I don't know. Or I probably saw his work and I was like, oh, man, he's good. So one thing I like about him, he's a technical photographer, just like me. He really know what he's doing. He's not shooting on auto. He really know light and, and all that good stuff, working with models. And you can tell it in his work. Yes. So um, how long have you been modeling? Um, modeling, I'll say maybe about three or four years. Um, mostly just content for my own work or any promos that I need for like burlesque shows that I might have coming up or any major theater shows or, um, you know, kink events. So mainly sticking to those genre of things. But within the last year or so, I've been really interesting in branching out more. I told myself upon, you know, entering the entertainment world that one of my goals is also to be published. So that is now marked off and now I have a new goal for publications. Awesome. And I see that you got your you got your um, Instagram back. So oh how God. did that happen? <laughs> I honestly don't know how they gave it back. I just woke up like a day or two later and my homegirl had called me and she was just like, yay, they gave you your page back. And I was like, yes, awesome. Okay, I'm asleep. I'll call you later. <laughs> yeah, they just gave me my Facebook back. Like they had blocked me. I couldn't send messages. They let me in yesterday. But I couldn't send messages down today. So I, I have two Facebooks because, you know, you got to have a backup. Right. So you can connect with people. And so what I did is I sent a message because I thought it was the other one that's not blocked. And I looked up and I saw it was the one that was blocked originally. I was like, what? I can send messages now? <laughs> so that was kind of crazy. So I, we both got banned like 
the same time at that. Yeah. See, the thing with like, see, with the thing with Facebook and sometimes on Instagram, they will just like ban you from being able to post. No, Instagram was about to take my whole page. Like they completely disabled my page. And all it said was Instagrammer. Like it was like it was a completely deleted account. So I, I mean, the day that it happened and they gave me the, the notice of it, I did dispute it. Cause my first Instagram page that I had, they never gave me that notice. I just got on, tried to get on Instagram one morning and my page was gone. So yeah. this time they actually gave me a little bit of warning, like, hey, we're going to take your page. But I disputed it. And then like two days later, they gave it back. But I was so, limited yeah. like my first day back. I wasn't able to do certain stuff the first day. I see you have a website too. So you really, you should be sending traffic to your website because you can't really trust any social networks because Facebook could go down tomorrow. Because I, I know, you, were you on um, MySpace when it was popping? And then, you know, I remember everybody left. Took up to Facebook. Yeah. Yep. I do remember that. Honestly, I miss being on MySpace. I loved having the capabilities to personalize your page, to lock your page down the way that it did. Tom actually wanted to be everyone's friend. Mark just says, fuck all of us and doesn't want to be our friend. So I definitely miss MySpace. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And um, yeah, it's just Twitter kind of remind us of actually I had a website called Elite Angel Social back in back in the day, but it just didn't get enough followers or you didn't have like the I didn't have time to run it basically. Mm -hmm. Now I got time. But um it was just like MySpace in a lot of ways, except you could not customize. And I understand why a lot of sites don't let you customize because you can actually people was doing like they was like hacking well facebook do get hacked still but you know people was making putting malicious codes in to myspace so that's why they kind of took a lot of sites don't allow customization mm -hmm. anymore but um so you are you just mentioned that you was in the your sex worker like explain that and what kind of like trials and tribulations do you go through as being a sex worker well, um, burlesque and stripping are both considered forms of sex work. So that in and of itself is sex work, as well as I do femme domination, uh, which is a portion and a part of BDSM. Um, so those of my kinksters and such that know what that is, they already know. But um, basically, I am paid to have people be my subordinate which is someone that submits to me and um we have play sessions everything is discussed beforehand what they do and don't allow what they will and won't want to happen what they feel comfortable doing but um a lot of i have a lot of subs that like flogging which is like um, basically spanking um i have a few subs that actually have foot fetishes so i actually love my foot fetish people because I don't like feet, so they take care of my feet for me. <laughs> um, but basically, sex work is any work that is sexualized, any work that comes from an erotic sexual nature, and you receive money for it. You receive compensation for it. So, like I said, that's anything from stripping to being a burlesque dancer, which are two different things. Um, 
from being a sugar baby to being an escort to being a prostitute, which are all considered different things. They are different things. Um, online content creator, that could be as simple as having an OnlyFans or a porn star. Um, a phone sex operator, that, you know, all of those different things are considered levels of sex work. You could be a director of porn. You know, that's a form of sex work. You're a porn director or you're um, a porn writer. You know, an erotic novel writer. Some people might consider that a field of being involved in sex work, sex work ally. Uh, someone that writes erotic novels. Um, so, you know, it's so many different levels to it. It's so many different things to it. It just, um, you know, everyone has a different levels of comfort of what they're willing to do and not willing to do when it comes to this line of work. I wasn't okay. Me. I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You can go ahead. What was the other question? Um, no, you just, you just. I think you, I think you got everything. Um, you, you mentioned everything, really. To be real with you, um, so how have Sesta and Fosta? How have that changed your life and kind of mess? Have it really messed up the way you operate your business? <laughs> Yes, it has. Um, in case anyone doesn't know, fuck Foster Sesta <laughs> off rip. Um, just briefly, Foster Sesta is essentially, in, in layman's terms, just keep it real simple. Foster Sesta is the law that they put in place that um, further limits and prohibits what we can and cannot have online. Um, as far as sexual content. So I know for some people it was absolutely hilarious that Backpage got shut down. Uh, that was due to Foster Sesta because the law itself was it was supposed to be a law that was meant to help combat online sex trafficking but in them passing it the way that it was worded and how it was put into effect but you are listening I'm going to see if uh, Lucy will be able to come back but you're listening to Dream Angel FM Radio this is the official radio show official radio station of dream angel magazine dream angel magazine is a awesome magazine featuring some of the best sex workers models content creators nude models adult stars and whatever and we created it as an alternative to the other magazines because it's diverse you'll be able to see models that the other magazines really don't publish hello hello Hey, so sorry about that technology again. Phone completely restarted on me. <laughs> technology for the win again. <laughs> so sorry about that. No problem. All right, so you was talking about how Sesta, Fosta, um, you know, mess with you, mess with your business and everything. Yeah. So, um, like I said, it was meant to combat online sex trafficking. Backpage down because of it on Craigslist where they used to do the connection portions where you could just meet people and go like game or meet people and have a one night stand. They took that off. A lot of the job postings that used to be put on Craigslist are taken down. Um, things like Tumblr, you can no longer post certain content on there anymore, especially if it's of sexual nature. Social media has um, essentially just been flagging almost anything and everything that they deem um, against their community standards, whether it actually is or not. They still flag it. 
all of these things have played a role in affecting my income because you know I wouldn't necessarily be on back page but I might know some other girls customers and for the things that they don't do but I you know it was kind of like scratching back in that way that's kind of it you know, that's been done away with now on Craigslist um like I said certain job postings in between time you, when I travel I might go out town and I might take the that's been taken away from me because they can't post on there anymore and be able to easily access or get the responses that they beforehand um, you know things like Tumblr and social media further cracking down on content and flagging po posts that do not violate community standards um a perfect example my page it was that that exact week that it was taken like for a couple days beforehand i had been flagged like seriously no exaggeration like 10 times within three days for posts that didn't really violate community standards um but because right now a lot of their systems are automatically flagging stuff. So every time they would flag my post, I would have to report, you know, and dispute it. And then they would put it right back up or I would dispute it and then delete the post and repost the exact same content, exact same verbiage, and they would leave it. So, you know, I'm, I'm garnishing these points, I'm doing something and I'm not. Uh, same thing has happened numerous times that's why I don't really have much of a Facebook presence anymore and the stuff that I do post now to me is very vanilla because I stay in Facebook now I get 30 days every time they give me Facebook ban I don't know anything about this 24 hours this three days this seven days that some people I've gotten three days one time other than that I always get 30 days so that cuts on me being able to promote to not only my main Facebook page, but all of the groups that I'm in. And I'm in seven different groups have over 2,000 to over 8,000 people in them. That's a lot. <laughs> so, um, you know, false success, just, it, it has made it a lot more harder to maintain an online social presence, especially as a sex worker. Even certain words you can't even post, you can't even say because they'll flag it as you soliciting or you're trying to, you know, do the most. And that might, might not even be your intent. I've seen bodybuilders, you know, women bodybuilders whose pages get shut down on Instagram. Most of their competition wear is bikinis and stuff. And, you know, Instagram being owned by Facebook now and Facebook being the grubby little hands that it is, it doesn't want anything and anyone to be great. So they take pages, you know, and it's really unfortunate because I've seen some really great people with over 10,000, over 100,000 followers pages go back to zero because of these quote unquote community standards that have come from Foster Sester. Hello? Hello? Hello. All right. Welcome back. I think they're messing with us because we're talking about a subject that, you yeah. know, the subject we're talking about. They don't want me to talk about Ostafay Estafay. <laughs> yeah. See, and people need to know this because a lot of people don't know. Yeah. A lot of people are really oblivious and even normal people who don't even involve themselves in my line of work 
are affected by it and they don't know why they just all of a feel, all of a sudden feel like oh we're being super censored for no reason no it's for a reason it's because of Ostafe Estese and you guys just don't know <laughs> that's why yeah. like honestly like a bit off track but with recent you know political things going on in certain candidates they had a hand in Ostafe Estese. I'm not going to name them candidates, but if y'all know who I'm talking about, y'all oh, know you, who you, I'm you can, about. You, can, you, can, you can name them now. You can name them because they don't, they don't have nothing to do with <laughs> the Sesta Foster this. But um, I mean, Biden and Kamala. Yeah, definitely had a hand in pushing. Well, definitely Kamala. I don't know about Biden so much. Biden was behind it also. Okay, well then there you go. And that's why, especially for me, certain people, some of my peers and some of my colleagues that were super excited to hear about them running. I was like, why are you guys so excited? Like, like, why? That, 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 I don't understand why you guys are so excited. Like, do you guys not realize that these people helped head why we can't make money anymore? <laughs> Yes, definitely. And it seemed a lot of a lot of dream angels, you know, that affected them because a lot of them they do only fans or mm -hmm. you know, some of them might even might even sell something, you know. I'm, well, this is all cut and raw. Some of them sell pussy, so you know, that affected them. <laughs> sex work is real work. It's been sold since the beginning of time. Yeah, so it really affected them. And I, I remember um you know that's why that's why elite angels we did have users but we didn't have too many users on the social site and because you know a lot of people were sick of the censorship and all that stuff mm -hmm. but you know there's other websites you can go to there's a new site called sharesome.com there's a site called fetlife.com i have a fat life my thing with fat life for one, um, just full disclosure, FetLife is is meant specifically for those that are in BDSM and fetish. But uh -huh. my what I find with FetLife, people are super disrespectful. Yes, and I they say are. that because there's a bio for a reason. And if, if you don't read a bio anywhere else on FetLife, you definitely should read people's bios because you don't know what kind of dynamic they have going on before you start messaging them. You don't know if they're a dom, if they're if they're a dominant, if they're a sub submissive, if they are a baby girl, if they are a daddy dom or a mommy dom. You don't even know how to approach this person. And some people just come in my inbox and just, hey, I want to da, da 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 And I'm just like, first of all, my page full life says how to address me. Dead ass. It says it right there. You can call me Madame Risque and that's it. So all this baby and baby girl and honey boot. No, that's disrespectful on there. Because on there, I'm not my regular Lucy Risque. That is when the femdom comes out. And when I'm in femdom, I expect a certain level of respect just because I'm in different mode now. This is not me being my regular, oh, hey, cute. No, I'll be cute, but I will still flog the fuck out of you and make you come yourself. Like, <laughs> don't play with me. Yeah, definitely. And um, I agree with that disrespect. I remember I posted the magazine because I was just, uh, I'm on that site to try to network with people. Mm -hmm. And I got 
some real disrespectful people came on the post and I was like, okay. So what I did is I decided to never ever post in the groups anymore. So uh, yeah, I think you gotta be careful what you post when you post in the groups also on Fat Life. Cause the trolls will come for you on Fat Life. Cause it's a fetish site. So that's the main thing. So like if you're just posting like other stuff that's not related to fetish, they'll definitely come to you. But then again, some of the stuff that is in the magazine, you could probably call fetish. So you know, like models wearing masks. We have a cover with a BSDM. I mean BS yeah, BSDM. And then we have like a cover with model in boots and latex. So, you know, but still, yeah, they're you know, that's what that site is really about. But um, there's some other sites like Adult Talent List, which is great for people who want to find work. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's another site out of the UK. That's the only problem with that site is it's mostly UK models, but it's called Adult Folio. Those are better sites. Like if you're a model, Adult Folio and Adult Talent List are both great sites. Okay, I'm definitely gonna have to, you know, give those a look through. Yeah, and then there's Purple, Purple Port is another good site. Then the classic, I know you're already on this, modelmayhem.com. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's a fun, there's some alternatives that you can actually use. And like I said, Share Some is really good. It's kind of remind me of Tumblr, but it's like, because they have the groups and everything. It's like a Tumblr 2.0, but it's more adult related. Right. See. So those are some cool sites for you to... Also, another site that's deleting people, even if it's just lingerie, is Vimeo. Oh, well, see, Vimeo was never really um, open as people think. They weren't as open. And I know because um, I had made a Patreon at one point, and on Patreon, it request that if you want to post videos you have to kind of post like an external link you can't direct post it on there like with OnlyFans. so Mm -hmm. i was going to use vimeo as a way to do that since they have the option that you have a password on your video if it's not public and i was like that's perfect it helps me you know keep things under wrap and covered and everyone can't just go and look at it well nope i posted a video and as it was uploading it like instantly uploaded and they were like nope we had to take it down because we don't allow this kind of content so um you know i definitely would say people should really definitely read um those terms and conditions a little more even if they don't read them entirety i would like glance them and at least get to the community standards portions of terms and conditions so that people can understand what exactly these sites are allowing or not allowing because it may seem like it's so clear but as we see again with the instagram and the facebook things that you wouldn't even think gets flagged gets flagged and things that you would really expect to be instantaneously taken off ends up being shared by thousands of people before they even get a mimic, a little memor to take it off. You know what I mean? So it's like, you really need to, people really should do their due diligence and do a little more research as to what we're allowed to have on these sites, not allowed to have these sites, and also what these sites have rights to. Because a lot of these sites have rights to so much of our information and so much of our stuff. And we just sign up 
and we're on there or we're letting our kids sign up and be on here and you're you're allowing your child to sell a lot of the information that they have whether it's on your tablet or their own tablet your phone or their phone they're still being able to scan that device for all the information on there yes definitely and facebook and instagram is major is the major corporate corporate of doing that exactly it's so bad like they're they're they are they are the biggest data harvest harvest companies twitter also but definitely facebook and instagram i mean their uses is insane people are constantly on it all day every day it's become to the point where without these two social sites if you don't already have a mass following or if you're not able to go out there and do it and kick it old school and do street promo you're going to suffer and it's it's really sad that it's gotten to this point because honestly i hate social media i would prefer not to be on social media or to only be on one social media but it's become so essential to being seen and heard and noticed or verified and it's inescapable i've literally tried to answer some like casting calls and such where they're like your instagram you have to have an instagram you have to have this number this many followers or wow. if you don't have you know if they don't require you to have a certain number of followers you at least have to have the instagram so they can be able to check your instagram and see who you are and your page needs to be public and i'm like well me being who i am i can't make my page public <laughs> they're going to instantly ban me so you know for me it sucks cuz the content that I would want them to see they can't see cuz my page is private. And my public page is just a backup so it's not really much on there and I don't really engage a lot of people on there. Yeah, that's that's some that's interesting and it's kind of sad. But yeah, that's where like I said having your own website is awesome cuz what you what you need to do is like probably post more on your site and direct people to your site because I learned that a long time ago when uh, someone, and it wasn't even about nudity or anything, they was like Facebook is making so much money off of you so you need to redirect people to your site, use Facebook to redirect people to your site, then you can sell stuff, have a newsletter on your site because with that news newsletter, you can send out messages to people and stuff, so I remember that, um and I was, that stick with me all the time. So I always have a website, no matter what. I know it's a lot of people, especially when they're Instagram Instagram famous, they don't even have a website. Their, web, their website is Instagram. And then when their page is deleted. And that absolutely baffles me because exactly, they get deleted and then they're mad that they've lost their 100,000 followers. And it's like, I only have 3,000 followers and I have a website. <laughs> But it, and I see you have point, I had to make a website, like you said, because they kept banning me and I was getting tired of it. So I just said, fuck it. And I made my website. Also, I see you have a newsletter. Um, Something like that. Uh, periodically, I will send out emails to people who have signed up on my email list so that they can get whatever information um, I might have upcoming or if I'm running a special I'll send that to those people on my email list first so that way they can get that information first and try to get their get their foot in the door and then I'll send it out and promote it uh, like publicly on social medias that I'm on 
but I do try to, I, I need to do a little bit better, admittedly, with some of my promo, but I do try to keep the folks updated with something, you know, and keep my Instagram with information. Since they blocked my page, I can't put any website in my bio now, but hopefully they'll lift that and I can add it back into my, my main page bio, but it's definitely my page bio. So do you have all my links or my bio because that's an alternative that a lot of people use right that's now. why i had to make the website i had a link tree and they wouldn't let me put my link tree in my bio anymore so i was like what the heck this is literally stopping me from like sharing everything that i do so what the heck and i just was like forget it i went on ahead uh GoDaddy was having a sale at the time so i went on ahead and i bought my domain for a few years and i sat there for like two days and i put together my website Awesome. Well, it's a nice website. Thank you. I love I love the way it looks. But yeah, you probably need to put that um, newsletter on the front page because a lot of people's not going to click the contact. Sometimes people just I'm a web developer. So sometimes people only make it on the first first page and you want to capture it. Right. So you might want to put the newsletter on the front page. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, nice site. So, um, like, I guess we could talk. I know you're trying to promote your your OnlyFans and what you do. So, um, like, what is some of the content that people can expect if they join your OnlyFans? I have a lot of solo content on there, as well as some content with my, um, you know, partner who I shoot with. Uh, I am working on trying to do more of a, a burlesque at home type of segment, either weekly or monthly. Um, but just, you know, just as it sounds burlesque at home, there's not a lot of venues and spaces open right now where I can perform on a stage like I would love to. So being able to get on there, maybe just do a little performance for my fans would be wonderful because then I don't have to worry about pasties or anything. I can just get naked. <laughs> Um, Definitely. I do have a few pay-per-view uh, pay type videos and photos that are rela released. It's mostly videos that I do in the PVV. I try not to really put too many pictures in the PVV because I feel like um, if you're going to pay for the, the message, let it be something juicy. Let it be something really good. And, you know, sometimes a picture that can start it up, but then they want to see what happened after the picture or came before the end of the, the picture. So... Awesome. So, um, what is some content that people request the most that you might be working on soon? I have quite a few people that really want me to do um, a girl on girl scene, which I'm not opposed to. I'm just very picky. And the way I feel about shooting with other people is that. I have to have a genuine connection with that person. Like, I'm not the type that I just want to go on ahead and make content with you just because it's going to make us a lot of money or because you have a lot of followers and it'll be great for, for me to make money. Like, no, I need to genuinely, like, want to be involved with you in that way or be that vulnerable with you. 
because it's still an energy exchange. Um, some people are, are able to cut that off, but for me, it's still very much is going to affect my performance. So if I don't like you and I'm trying to force some content, trust me, it's going to be whack. <laughs> this is going to be really whack versus if I really like you, then you're definitely going to be able to tell. So um, I think that's one thing not only my fans, but I'm interested in really doing, but I just haven't found that person that I feel like is worth me endeav endeavoring with. Okay. And I see that you have a wish list on yeah. Amazon. So that's definitely good because now if people want to see, see certain things, they, they can buy it for you. So it's on your it's on your website, so people can actually. I'm just hanging around your website, and I'm looking at your. I look. I'm looking at your link tree, and I see that you have a wish list. So anyone listening, if you want to buy anything on her wish list, it's actually on her website. So she have an Amazon wish list, and I just want to please do. And I I want to mention as well too, um, for those people who do get things off of my wish list and can send confirmation that they purchased it. Um, I do do an opening video for them. Either I'll do it on like a video chat with you and I'll open the box with you. And then whatever it is, like if it's an outfit and the first couple of pictures that I take in it, or like if I make a video in it, that goes specifically to that person that purchased it first. So they basically get to see me in the first use of it, but they also get to watch me open it. Um, if they don't want to do the video chat, I do record it, I do edit it, and then I do send it to you. So then you get the opening video as well as the content, um, whether it's pictures or video, whatever it is that I do the first time with it. So that is just a little disclaimer out there to make it a little more fun. <laughs> I had one person get a lot of stuff, so he's he's got like six, seven different videos <laughs> for all the stuff he's bought. Awesome. So yeah, let's move on to some modeling, and then we're gonna we're gonna ask some other questions. Uh -huh. So my first question is: Have you did any runway shows? Any other magazines? Have you ever did any like print or runway? That's what I'm trying to ask. No, not yet. Um, when I was in high school, I did do like this little fashion show thing for prom dresses. Um, I think it's at like Dillard's or Belk's or whatever. So I did that, but that was about it. <laughs> um, as okay. far as my Love adult fashion. life, not just yet. As I mentioned, that's something that has been a goal for me. There are a few publications and other magazines that I would like to get myself affiliated with and also be published in. But I also know that, you know, baby steps and you got to work your way up to certain stuff. And I have no problem working my way up as long as I'm given the right respect and recognition. Awesome. So this is a radio station and we play hip hop music. But I, looking at you, I know that you're into more than just yeah. hip hop. Like I'm into EDM and a lot of other stuff, mm -hmm. pop music. Matter of fact, I actually produced the pop song. I'm a music producer also. So what type of music do you listen to? Oh gosh, I mean, I honestly listen to everything, but my go-tos, especially not right now, um, because I can't understand a lot of these new rappers. I, I can't get with it. They have cool little things to bop to, but I prefer definitely the like old school um, R&B and hip hop and rap from like 
the 80s to the early 2000s. That's the stuff that I really, really like. I definitely listen to a lot of rock and pop and R&B and hip hop from like the 70s to the 90s. (laughs) I'll listen to some rock from the 60s. I love listening to instrumental jazz. I like uh, swing jazz and blues, especially when it comes to like uh, burlesque performances. I really love the sound of like a beautiful band, well put together band that can just keep the crowd going. Um, I like things that, that, that get people moving, that get people moving and keep you in a good vibe. Okay, yeah, I could tell. I was looking at you, and I was like, yo, she she listened to more than just <laughs> rap music. Because a lot of the models that I do interview or I actually shoot, they only listen to rap and R&B. And I'm like, nah, she look, she look like she listened to rock. She listened to all of that. So, like, who is your favorite rock, art, rock band or artist? Ooh, who can I say? I don't know if they're probably considered rock. I don't know if it's considered rock or pop. I don't know, but I love Queen, if that counts. That's rock. <laughs> that's rock. I do yeah, really love rock. Queen. Like the more I've been listening to them to him lately, um, because for one, I'm really terrible with names of songs and artists. So I've been listening to more Queen lately. And I'm like, damn, I know a lot of Queen songs. <laughs> so I think I would have to say either Queen or Fleetwood Mac, maybe. Maybe okay. between those two, yeah, I kind of like the best. Classic. Yeah. Those are always right. a vibe. <laughs> so since you're into rock, which a lot of people, you know, our age, they'll be like, well, that music, you know, especially our people of our, uh, you know, pe- black people, they'll be like, well, that's that's not our music. Uh, little do you know, but it came from us. <laughs> I, I know, but... <laughs> Are you familiar with Sister Rosetta? I feel like I have heard that name before. I want to say yes, but again, I'm terrible with names. So I might know her if I see a picture, like if I hear a song, but I don't want to say yes off rip because I'm I'm terrible with that. Okay, so here's a little history lesson. Sister Rosetta thought she was finally, I think she was finally put in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. She is basically one of the pioneers of rock and roll music. So it was a black female. And then she was actually doing gospel music at that. So the original rock was gospel. And she played electric guitar and she like all Chuck Berry, Elvis, all of them guys, they was inspired by. Oh yeah, I have seen pictures of her before. Of her with this guitar, yeah. Yeah, there's a whole video of her playing too. She was playing in England. I saw that video, and um, they mentioned that she might be inducted into the Rock Hall of Fame. I don't know if she was inducted, but she should. Yeah, I mean, definitely, there's a lot more people that need to get the recognition that definitely deserve the recognition. But you know, days are coming. So, are you into country? Also, I used to no? hate country music, but I really like it now. But not all country music. <laughs> I will say that. I don't like all country music. I can admittedly say there are only like a handful of country songs that I really like, but there's three that I absolutely love. Uh, the Devil Went Down to Georgia is one. 
Okay. I know every time I put it on, people are like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> but I think it's the dopest song ever with a fiddle in it. Like, what the fuck? They are fucking it up on the fiddle. It's so beautiful. Um, so the devil went down to Georgia is one that I absolutely love. Fuck you, bitch, by Walker Wheeler. Is <laughs> another okay. one that I love. And um, never smoke weed with Willie again. Is the, that's the name of the song. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, those would be my top three uh, uh, country songs that I really love. I like some of the old stuff. Um, I do not know the artist, but I know there's a song called The Gambler mm. that I like. It's an old country song. Like some of the old country, and I like Johnny Cash. Oh, yeah. Also. He definitely has some good bangers. The bits that I've heard from him, he, he's had some good bangers. I could see why he was as dope as he was when he was around. Yeah, so I, I you're gonna probably laugh, but I like the banjo. Like I'm a, I'm gonna actually produce a song. No, banjo, I wouldn't laugh. I, like I love, I love string instruments, especially different variations of guitars, banjos, sitars, harps, all of that. I love string instruments, so. That's why I love Devil Went Down to Georgia because they have the guitar in there, but then they have the fiddle just going crazy. And that's that's very rare that you have something like a fiddle involved in, you know, mainstream music like that. Yeah, and then I was actually shocked when I learned that the banjo is actually, the banjo was invented by enslaved Africans. And then that I learned that it came from Africa. It was an African instrument called the mm. Akata. I mean, um, I don't want to mess up the name. It's, uh, it's like Akon 10 or something okay. like that. It's from it's from Gambia. I don't want to mess up the name. It's like you a guitar? So the band, it's a banjo. And that style, the style that Earl Struggs was playing, you know, for the, the Beverly Hills building. And Conkton. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at the word. It's very weird to say, though. Yeah, Akon Ting. Yeah. yeah, Akon Ting. The way, the style that Errol Strauss was playing, that was actually our ancestors. They they <laughs> was the one that. And that's a, that was kind of cool to see. And then if you look on, if you go on YouTube, you can actually see uh, the guy who taught Earl Strauss, the mm. Beverly Hills guy. You can actually see him playing playing and they got an old video it's a guy named john scruggs he's basically enslaved and he's he, i guess he was owned by earl mm -hmm. scruggs family and he taught he taught earl scruggs how to play so that's how earl scruggs could play the guitar like that on the you know the beverly hills theme song and you know the grand old opera and all of that good stuff so yeah and then yeah that that comes from our ancestors so that's amazing you know our things keep coming back yeah so rock country metal all of that so it's just amazing it definitely is and our our people have had a lot more hand in it than what like you said a lot of people of our generation and younger may even realize we have helped develop so many different sounds across the world definitely it's like if you go to africa they love hip-hop and then I was I was online just doing just chilling you know whatever I don't know what I was doing, but I found out that Nigeria the country is big oh, in really? Nigeria like 
They sound like they from the some of the some of the Nigerian country singers sound like they from America in the wow. South. I'm like, what? <laughs> they love they love. You know, some of them they sound like Nigerians, but a lot of them sound like they from the from the South, like Atlanta and that area. And I'm, I'm like, gonna have to give that world? a try. I never thought of that African country music. That just sounds interesting by itself. Yeah, I was looking it up. I was like, what? I know it's big in Nigeria. I don't know about any other countries, but that style has went to Nigeria. They love it. They love country. I'm gonna have to Nigeria. try that out. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, it's, it it sounds like a, some of it sound like American country, and then some of it it has the Nigerian, you know, style to it. So it sounds good. Mm -hmm. I was like, wow, transcending cultures. That is amazing. So, um, who who is your favorite? I know you love hip hop. Who is your favorite hip hop artist? Mm, hip hop. I would have to say, yeah, I have to say Outkast because that's probably the only hip hop artist or group out now that I would like listen to all day long with no problem. Like legit hip hop, like Definitely. the 80s and 90s definition of hip hop. <laughs> like, yeah, I would probably listen to Outkast all day long. So I would probably say Outkast. Would have to be maybe my favorite. Yeah, I yeah, I love Outcast because their style was different, even though you know there's a lot of artists in Atlanta coming out. Them the goody mob and the goody see I'm a DJ also. You probably no, like listen, this too, too much. I'm a DJ. I gotta get it. <laughs> But yeah, um, Goody Bob got a new got a new song. So I was looking at that for some reason. I, you know that thought that popped up in my head. They got a brand new song. But um, well, yeah, you know I'm a DJ. I'm on this radio station. That's um, <laughs> silliness. Um, but yeah, I like the Goody Mob too. It's like the Outcast Goody Mob. They, that was the Dungeon Family. That was like a good good group. Especially I love CeeLo Green. So, oh yeah, CeeLo's, I like him. He's pretty dope. Once I start listening to a little bit more of him, because I've only heard like, I only heard like a couple of songs from him. And then one day my dad was playing him like all day. And at first I was like, who the hell is this? And he told me, I was like, really? <laughs> wow, I didn't know. He's, pre he's pretty dope. I can definitely attest to that. He's definitely pretty dope. My favorite song is Who's That Keeping In My Window by the Goody Ma. I don't know if you uh, heard Again, that I probably have. It sounds real familiar. I probably have. I just didn't know the name of who it was. Yeah. So basically, CeeLo Green was the was the um, singer in the Goody Ma, but oh, he yeah. can rap All also. Right, yeah, so he, he's real good. So, um, what type of movies do you horror. like? What type of movies All day. do you have? Horror movie. That's okay. What is your favorite Ooh. horror movie? Oh, gosh. Let's go. Um, I really like 13 Ghosts because when I was a kid, it freaked me out. And I was like, yes, 
So I really love 13 Ghosts. I love the Ginger Snaps trilogy and the the Fridays, I mean, not Friday the 13th, um, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, that whole saga, series, whatever, all of that. Those three right there will have to be my go to, even though that's like technically like 10 movies altogether. <laughs> I don't know if the Candyman was released. Are you excited about that? If it, um, I want to say it was released already. I haven't watched it yet, but I am excited about it. I am very excited about it. Um, because I recently rewatched the original Candyman and listening to the storyline and like what happened to him. It's like it was really fucked up, but it was just like, you know, things happen. But I want to see how they play this out in this new day and age. I feel like Jordan Peele helped open the door for more black horror to be black horror. You know what I mean? <laughs> black person doesn't die first. I'm just gonna yes. say it. <laughs> so he's helped open that doorway. So I'm very excited for what's to come with the rest of, you know, horror genre, especially with him being involved in it. Yeah, and it was funny, the trailer, they used Destiny Child, Say My Name. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> that was and that's why funny. I'm like, see, we get it. That's our joke. <laughs> so, um, what's another horror, horror um, series or franchise that you are Um, Well, of course, the, um, what you call it? What's it called? Um, the Underworld series. That was a pretty decent series. But one series that I know is um, book, their books, but they only did one movie. And when I found out more about the books, I realized I found out that the movie was like in the middle of the story. But Queen of the Damned with Aaliyah, um, that's actually the that movie is actually part of the interview with the vampire trilogy. Writ, I mean, you know, Chronicles written by Anne Wright. So an interview with the vampire came out back in the 90s. That's part of the Queen of the Damned story. You know, that's that's part of it. Um, it comes, I think that one does come before Queen of the Damned. But there's also like two or three other books that come before Queen of the Damned, but after interview with the vampire. So it's like, you know, once I discovered that, that's one series that I, that's one movie that I wish they would have expanded on and really did all of the books for all I care because I feel like Hollywood is constantly remaking things that don't need to be remade when there are a million amazing books out there. Like they need to just go on ahead and do screen adaptations for these books and stop trying to remake stuff that don't need to be remade no more. <laughs> like the new It. I was not for it. I have tried to watch it three times. I can't watch it. I prefer the original It. I can't do it. And I'm not talking about the It from back in the 60s. I think that was like the first one they put out. I'm talking about the one from the 90s. That It. I get with it. That's the one I like. Um, how they redid Nightmare on Elm Street. I feel like they didn't need to redo that. First of all, there's already, like I said, seven, eight movies of that alone. You really did not need to redo it. And if you did, by this time, you might as well redo all eight of them and not just one of them, you know? So some stuff Hollywood just needs to leave. Yes. <laughs> yes, because I heard one, a friend told me that they're trying to remake The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like, they can't, 
people are always talking about they like the first Aunt Jill. So how how they think? Yeah, they, like they was mentioning <laughs> nobody can in episode or movie or something like that. I don't know how I feel about that. Just off the strength that Uncle Phil not even gonna be in it. So like, first of all, how disrespectful! Like off. Yeah, like no, I don't even no care about the Aunt Viv situation because by this time we we got used to it. Yes, it's a new light skin Aunt Viv, whatever. But my problem is y'all really finna do this without Uncle Phil though. Like how are they gonna play that off? That's what I want to know. How y'all gonna play that off? They can't because he no one can copy. Yeah, and I'd be damned if they try to have someone else play him because I would be highly upset. Like there's unless y'all finna say like he's gone on like a extended trip or something. <laughs> but like they can't replace uncle phil so i just feel ill about that just like when they were going to do the martin reunion but they didn't do it because tommy died and i respect that they didn't do it because it would have been really weird to watch that and tommy not be there. yeah like I don't yeah think it's just certain things tommy, that cannot right? be replaced and cannot re be redone like it just can't like i saw this last bad boy three it was a good movie but after this Honestly, I'm like, if they do any more movies, it just needs to be a spinoff, either about Willen and, and the other character I think in this movie. I'm not going to say who it was, just in case somebody hasn't seen it. <laughs> but if they do, they need to do a spinoff because they lost one of the core characters in the third movie. And I'm just like, damn, like, it's not going to be the same if y'all do more movies and he's not there. We need him to be there and do what he does. <laughs> so I definitely... Yeah. Yeah. Hollywood needs to stop while they're ahead. <laughs> so since we're talking about Hollywood, would you ever do um, acting or movie? I would. Like I'm honestly movie? debating it and interested in getting into that more. Um, I would really love to do theater, though, just because I really enjoy that that live entertainment aspect the crowd, the reactions, the energies, you know, that nervous butterflies that you get. There's no takes, there's no pause, there's just keep going. You fucked up, keep going. And make sure that no one knew that you fucked up. Like, just keep it going and don't give up on yourself. I feel like live theater is some of the best and it really helps mold a person because that's some shit, like, if you ain't cut out, you ain't cut out. You gonna find out real quick. <laughs> like, you know, with acting, yeah, definitely. they can go on posts, they can edit stuff, you know, they can have you redo the same thing 50 different times until you get it right. You on stage, that's it. You on stage. You got one time to get it right. Yeah, I agree. So, um, what type of film would you, I know you're into horror, but what type of film would you want to do and what type of role would you want to do if it was, you know, in a theater? I would want to do... I don't think I would do good acting in a horror movie, honestly, or anything horror. As much as I love it, I think I would laugh too much. <laughs> so I would probably want to do okay. like drama or a romance or, you know, realistic fiction or something like that. Because I would just laugh the whole time doing a horror movie set. So it's interesting. A model just hit me up because she want to post her cover. She's kind of scared to post her cover because she's scared she's gonna get banned and like a lot of the covers that i posted back in the day they're uh i i can't even repost them because i already know what's gonna happen but um speaking of covers it's gonna segue into something else you can go ahead and tell everybody 
the little secret about the next well i mean you know it is gonna be very very delicious <laughs> um it'll be a treat that i feel like everyone should definitely give to their favorite person because you know why not reading is fundamental and um it'll be featuring me <laughs> congratulations yeah, I'm very excited. So thank you guys very much for having me. No problem. So this is like a preview of some of the questions, but you if you want to see if you want to get the real raunchy, raunchy questions, you definitely got to get the magazine. I know this show is raw and uncut, but you got to get the real get the magazine. It's gonna drop before December the first. So you can have it before Christmas. You can get it before Christmas and have it under your stockings. So you definitely you can get, you need to get a few copies mm -hmm. for your family, your friends, your co-workers, and definitely look out for it. So tell us about um, your photo shoot. Well, again, you know, it was with Mr. Mike down in Charlotte, North Carolina, and uh, it was real simple and beautiful. The energy was 100% great and very positive vibes. Um, You'll see me donning some of my favorite print in that shoot because um, I'm absolutely obsessed with like leopard print and cheetah print. So you'll see a little bit of that on the skin and a little bit of this beautiful flawless melanin gracing the pages. <laughs> but yeah, Definitely. the shoot itself, it, like I said, Mr. Mike, he's always very professional. Um, I never have any issues. He's really great with direction. You know, periodically throughout the shoot, he'll show you a photo so you can see what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, how you can better adjust, um, all that good stuff. So, you know, just being engaged and really enjoying myself. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely could tell that you was having fun at the shoot. At the shoot. And sound like you're having fun on this Yes, so I definitely awesome, am. Awesome. I enjoy things that make me feel good, make me feel happy. So I appreciate this being a pleasant experience. So also, I see that you have tattoos. That Did is the goal. I just magazine? would like to get a few more um, that I, a few that I have fixed up. And I definitely want to get a few more added before I go and get any like official photography done to submit anywhere. Okay, well, you actually know a guy who's okay. actually on the tattoo magazine, so we can make that happen. You can, you can even just do a feature. You don't okay, really have to well, have a lot know, of tattoos. I'll well, at least one of mine, I definitely need to get covered up. That's the one that I, I got it when I was like seventeen. It was my first ever tattoo, and it's really not the best ever. So that's really the main one that I've been wanting to get covered up before I get any pictures taken. Or like the tattoos are a little bit more focal point. Because I just, I don't, I hate the way it looks. <laughs> all right. And you are very flexible too. So I like all the guys listening, the guys and the ladies, she's going to really enjoy the pictures. She's doing an amazing posing and she's great at posing. So like, how did you learn how to pose? Because, you know, you really got to study to well, get poses. Like um, when I was younger and when it first kind of started coming on TV, I would watch um, America's Next Top Model with like my godma, my god sisters, my sister and stuff. And I mean, we would watch it religiously every week. We tuned in, we sit down. That is it. We're 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 watching. Don't talk to us. <laughs> so between watching that and then just okay. honestly 
spending time in the mirror doing weird stuff and being goofy or dancing in the mirror and seeing different angles and lines that I like. Um, me and my dancing um, is more than just me liking to move. I actually enjoy the technicality and want to get some more technical training, but I feel like that also helped me with posing because you know, when doing certain da certain dancing, you want to make sure your toe is pointed. You want to make sure that this is elongated and that this is dra dramatized and all this stuff like that. So posing, I kind of am thinking in those same elements. Like, okay, I want to keep my toes pointed. I want to keep my hands very pretty and soft. I want to keep my facial expression engaged, but not lost. You want to find your light. You don't want to find your light too much though, because if you're too high up now, you know, your neck looks weird or this looks weird. So just taking all the different elements and then playing in mirrors. Awesome. All right. I love that. And like I said, you did some, you did great work and some amazing pictures. And when Mike, Mr. Mike sent me the pictures, I was like, wow, this the cover. I didn't even tell him. And then later I told him and he was like, oh, nice. She's going to really like that. So that's what he's, I think he said it like this. She's going to really like that. But, you know, I know he was excited. And so then I'll let you know. But I Well, either way, I'm, you know. I'm super excited. And like I said, I did have a very great time at my shoot with Mr. Ring. It was wonderful. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't wait to see the final magazine and definitely to see your interview questions. I know it's going to be juicy and interesting and raw and uncut. So also your fans going to love it also. And the cool thing about you doing print. Exactly. Make these a collectible, guys, because you are not done seeing any of me. I will definitely be doing a lot more. And see, another thing about print is that a lot of people do not don't know. Like, I'm looking at the ladies who used to do Blacktail, Playboy. Um, you know, they got some real fans. Like, these fans, the digital stuff is all nice and everything. But you can actually take those magazines and do signings at, like, conventions and stuff. And you... You sign a book, that fan's gonna remember you. They're gonna be old and they'll be like, when I was younger, I was, um, I bought this magazine and I got her to, she signed it for me. So that gives that engagement. And that's what you cannot, that's the only thing about online. You know, you yeah, cannot that's sign online. Really something that I appreciate that's about print work still. Um, you know, me growing up, I've always loved pinups. I love the look of pinups. That's something that I definitely aspire to, you know, add more into my aesthetic is that pinup look. And one thing that I appreciate the most is especially, um, you know, a lot of people that are older gentlemen and women that still have memorabilia or magazines from like the 50s, the 40s, even from the 20s, from when they might have been younger or from when their parents were younger and they got the magazines from them. You can see the beauty of these women and these men in these magazines. And it's timeless. You know, this is something that is there. Unless you burn it or destroy it, it's there. But tomorrow and everything online will yeah, be definitely. gone. I was saying, but, but these the, magazines are here. That's how we know the pages because she's on print, she's yeah, online, I, she's on memorabilia, she's on lunch boxes, she's everywhere. That's how we know who she is. She's the print, one of the the most infamous print pinups that has lasted and have become immortalized. Rest her soul. Yes. You're talking about Betty Page. Yeah. She's a legend. Betty she's Page an icon. Is amazing. 
Yes, and that's the thing. Mm -hmm. She's gone, but her stuff is still around. Models, young mock, younger models are coming up and doing and they want to emulate her, her look and everything. Her. So. Yeah, especially Beyonce. Beyonce do a lot of... She really mm -hmm. paid homage to Betty Page a lot. Definitely. So, yeah, that is awesome. And so, yeah, some, that might be you one day. You know, that is the goal. So, I'm just going to say that's so, going to be me. Especially because she... <laughs> yeah, especially since she's doing the bur burlesque stuff. So, hopefully we can... Oh, are, have any of the, I have of the a shows few performances on my YouTube. So um, I really need to work on getting some better quality videos. So hopefully, once the world open back opens back up and I get back on stage, I can start bringing the videographer with me, so that way I can catch some quality um, recordings and I can repost a lot of my acts that I have on there. Because some of those acts have been upgraded, some of those acts I don't do anymore. Some. You know, I have some new acts that I would prefer to display. So I just need to really go through and kind of like clean up my YouTube and get it get it revamped. Awesome. Yes, I, I think that would be an awesome idea. And I think your fans would definitely Well, they definitely it. can go tune in and check out what I have there until I get those upgrades up. Watch my growth. <laughs> also, I see. Yes. Also, I see that you sell so husband. So I have some t-shirts on my site available. Um, they're through Customized Girl right now. I'm working on getting partnered with a better manufacturer for myself. But for now, you can get them through Customized Girl. They're beautiful. You can choose the different color of the t-shirt that you would like to have. Um, I also hand make pasties for women or men or them. Um, whichever you like to identify as, but I do create pasties. So anyone who is interested in having some can check my site for those. I also do uh, requests. It's, it's a base start at like 50 bucks, but goes up from there, depending on what you need. I have my keychains on my website that have my name on them and my website on them. So you don't lose your keys, get in the house with me. <laughs> And um, I will be adding some one-of-a-kind Polaroids onto my site. So uh, whatever they see on there, each Polaroid, there will only be one of each. And I will sign them personally and um, send them off. Okay, that's awesome right there. So that's the cool thing about doing this radio show. You can get a lot of information out. You know, online is cool. And, you, you know, you're an angel. So you can always come back to the radio show anytime if you need to you know, tell us about what you got going on because it's a worldwide show, so to reach the world. So that's a good thing. And I definitely well, I appreciate you, you and I thank you for show. having me. So uh, what I want you to do is tell everybody how they can follow you online and also tell oh, yeah, that's first your website. And foremost. I and just want everyone to go straight to the website first, riskateplayhouse.com. Playhouse is spelled P-L-A-Y-H-A-U-S, the German spelling of house. Um, hit the website. Definitely please sign up for my emailing list so I can at least have your contact information. Um, on my website is also the link for my OnlyFans. So you're more than welcome to go ahead and join that if you would like. I'm currently running 15% off on my digital store on my website. So you can pick a product or you can get downloadable content if you don't want to have that commitment to OnlyFans. But my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com forward slash Lucy Risque, R-I-S-Q-U-E. You can also find me on Instagram at Risque.Playhouse and Risque S, R-I-S-Q-U-E-S-Q-U-E. 
Um, so, oh yeah, and my Twitter is at Lucy Risque. I'm not on Twitter a lot. I need to get back on to using there. Um, I'm still learning it. I feel like it's an oversized chat room. <laughs> it's so overwhelming. It is. Uh, Twitter is an oversized chat room. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's called Tweet. It's the chat room, basically. That's what it was originally made. Because they didn't have pictures or anything. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> text only. Yeah, so definitely. You definitely get on that because that's where all the fans and potential customers that can pay you a lot, you know, pay and, you know, support you. The ladies who use Twitter a lot normally makes more money. So Twitter's kind of essential. Right. Because, you know, you at least can post nudity up there. So, yeah, you definitely... Yeah, you probably yeah, I need to get Twitter, used to that Twitter flow, honestly. That's like really more both. what it's about, is getting used to being on there. I just feel like Instagram and Facebook have been beating me up so much. I'm just like, fuck everybody. <laughs> All right, so I know you, I know this is radio, so I know you need to say your website two times to make sure people get it because it's radio. So tell us your website again. Yes, that website sure is Risk Playhouse. Dot com. That's R-I-S-Q-U-E-P-L-A-Y-H-A-U-S.com. Riskayplayhouse.com. You can find all my connection information, downloadable content, links to OnlyFans, session request forms, um, previous collaborative works that I've done, my wish list, all kinds of things. <laughs> okay, and I was about to end the show, but... Also, we got mentioned that you have been in a few music videos. Like, yes, can you tell us the I did. That you have uh, actually, we, with? it was really, it was really weird, but it was really cool. We did a quarantine style video for um, an artist named Dolce Deluxe out in Brooklyn, New York. Give her mad love, mad props. Shout out to Dolce. And um, I also did uh, another shoot for another uh, New York artist by the name of TT Chanel. Um, big ups and big shout out to TT and the rest of my LGBTQ community. Um, and I had another one on deck by Stash Rules out in Virginia. And uh, Mr. TKO Howard, Mr. TKO Howard, off, uh, also up in New York. So got a couple of those under my belt, working on a few others as well. So, you know, if anybody needs a, vix a vixen, beautiful burlesque dancer, a fire eater, all that good stuff, holla at me. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. And also, I look at your style. Are you in? Are you um? Yes, inspired I am. By I'm very Baker much in, in love with her and learning more about her as well as Eartha Kitt. Um, been learning more about both of their styles. Um, I have actually been given the tag tagline in burlesque, uh, the 21st century Eartha Kitt. So I wear that with pride, and I am doing my best to live up to that. Yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> It's, I mean, I can't wait to see your future. A woman so, like, never how tells old are you, if you don't mind <laughs> Just know I'm old enough to go buy a solid bottle of liquor. <laughs> okay, well, that's still great. But so I can't wait to see your future. Thank I know, you. Like, your future I'm definitely looking forward amazing. to the growth as well. I see your <laughs> aunt on your. I'm sorry, I just keep seeing yeah. stuff. You have a actually, a, you actually have an uncle. So I used to really be in love with a lot of mythology, especially Egyptian mythology and Greek mythology. A little more so Greek mythology, but definitely as I've been getting older as an adult, really more so tapping into spirituality 
the different meaning behind different things. Um, and this symbol for me is definitely that of protection, obviously, but also a few of the other meanings that are coupled with it, I definitely resonate with. So I decided to adorn my body with it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So yeah, you took some amazing pictures. You and Mike did, did a great job. And Thank I'm you. glad that you finally did the- I hope I can be so, back in it. That's awesome. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> I think that's gonna happen, um, <laughs> believe it or not. I'll, I'll tell you why later. But um, yeah, yeah, it was nice having you in the magazine. And like I said, everyone, you're gonna love the magazine. The magazine is the Images by Mr. Mike issue. So this issue features we're giving um, we're giving props to the Images by Mr. Mike. So that's this is gonna be all his work. This issue. So that's amazing. That's awesome. This oh, you did not know this. This is the Christmas issue also. So yeah. this is something that you definitely want to have in your stockings. And we're also going to have like a gift guide for you. So that's why we're going to release it before December. So you'll be able to get the magazine. And it's not one of those magazines. It's not one of those picture books. Yes. This magazine has content. That's why I work hard on it. It's going to have puzzles. It's going to have, the, like I said, the Christmas guides. You're going to really enjoy this magazine. So if you're new to Dream Angel, if you just listen to the show because, you know, Lucy's, you just discovered the show. So here's another thing. How you get the name Lucy? Are you into um, Lucy? Uh, yeah, I used to watch actress? I Love Lucy a lot with my great grandmother before she passed away when I was younger. And um, Lucy is just very funny. She's mischievous, but, you know, not in a way that it's like, okay, we're going to go to jail or like someone has to die or anything dire. Like, she's a lighthearted, mischievous fun. And I pretty much in the same way, I can have that lighthearted, mischievous fun. Um, I also, again, really love the pinup and I love the style from the 50s and 60s and such. And I know that was really Lucille Ball's era and, you know, learning more about her and everything that she was able to accomplish at that time, especially just even having her own show at that time, it was very monumental. You know, not a lot of women of that era were able to do that the way she was and also be the director, the producer, as well as the star of the show. So, you know, big hats off to her, but also an inspiration to me in my name. Awesome, awesome. So yeah, like I said, it was fun having you on the show and like like we're gonna definitely work together on some other stuff. So definitely and like I said, it's the holiday issue. So this is something that you definitely wanna buy. You definitely want to collect. You definitely want to get a few copies for your friends, family. So if you're new to Dream Angel, Dream Angel is basically the hottest nude magazine out right now featuring some of the hottest models, celebrities, playmates, and more. Yes, I said playmates. Yes, we feature a lot of playmates. We also have Elite Angels magazine, which is another magazine well, that Lucy should do. I have, I think I've have followed you, both pages. Have you seen I Elite Angels? I think the Elite Angels is the one that I saw first. And then I found Dream Angels from the Elite Angels page. Okay, wonderful. Okay, so yeah, that's how yeah, that's how the <laughs> Definitely need to get you. Definitely get you. Definitely Wait, get you in like that one too. That. Maybe a cover. All right. So, do you have any shout outs? Um, I definitely want to shout out words. my mama for bringing me into this world. My mama and my daddy. Rest in peace, daddy. Um, 
I want to shout out my best friend because that's my bitch. I love her. You know, it's us forever, bitch. Taurus gang. Um, I want to shout out my sisters because they're the reason why I work so hard. Why I'm doing all that I do. I want to give a big thank you and shout out to everyone that supports me, has been supporting me from the beginning till now. Whether you've known me for years, whether you just met me five seconds ago, thank you for supporting me. I appreciate all of you guys. Um, and yeah, just you know, you guys be safe. Don't do things I would do, and if you do, don't get caught. <laughs> That those were the words right there. Awesome. Don't do you have any closing words? <laughs> oh yeah, I got one more question for you. How has the well you mentioned some of it? Yeah. How has, never mind, you already did. Well, we can still ask. How have the coronavirus changed your um, life, and did you expect it to well, last this long? I lost three family members from Corona in the same month. All three of them. Yeah, it was intense. Okay, sorry. We lost all three of them back oh, to back. Oh. So that was terrible. And um, it has put a serious pause in my nightlife work. I can't do any shows. I can't go, you know, do performances like I used to. People are very scared to come out to the few things that are permitted. So it makes it very difficult to make my money right now, but I'm, I'm still thriving and I'm still going. Um, as far as the longevity of this, honestly, once it hit our continent, I knew this wasn't going away anytime soon because for it to have started across, you know, as they say, across the pond, it started and for it to take over all of China the way that it did or a good majority of China the way that it did seeping over into Europe and then for it to hop across the pond to us, that right there was just fact and, and, and just further solidification like, okay, we're going to be dealing with this for a while, for at least a year. We're going to be dealing with this for a while. Um, and, you know, now with current news that I, I've been hearing and, you know, current elections and all that stuff, I feel like this was just the first year. We probably going to, it's not going to dwindle into like 2022. It's not. So just be prepared. Everyone just be prepared. Try to keep your wits about Definitely. you. Stay as sane as you can. Check in on those that you love. Check in, check in, check in. I don't care if you're mad at them and have been for the last 10 years. Check in. Because you're going to feel like shit if that phone call comes and you never were able to say sorry or bye. So that's one thing I definitely want to stress to people right now. Is just check in right now. This is that time. Yeah, and then the crazy the crazy thing is we were talking... Um, so I was on the Ice Chill Show. That's another show. Maybe we'll get you on that show also. It's hosted by a model out of Queens, Jamaica, Queens. And she was talking about how it's so bad in New York that they're wearing two masks. I was like, oh, snap. That's a good idea. Oh, yeah. I was, like, I was stuck in New York when better. this first happened. I need to start wearing two. I, I travel back and forth. So I live in New York part-time and down south part-time. Um, and I was up there at the time for an event. And then I ended up getting stuck. So I was stuck up there from March until June. Well, no, until July, the beginning of July. Oh, I was wow. stuck up there. So, you know, I just, I stayed in the house. I didn't go anywhere. I was so paranoid. I was so scared to go places. Not only that, but just seeing Brooklyn at two o'clock in the afternoon on a Tuesday with nobody outside, that's scary shit. 
If you've ever been to New York, you know at any given time, I don't care in the middle of the day, in the middle of the night, people are out. There's somebody out there somewhere. So for that to be in the middle of the daytime and nobody's out, yeah, it bugged me. I was like, oh no, I'm staying my ass in the house. That's it. Like, I was seriously like losing color on me because I wasn't going out in the sun. Like, I wouldn't even listen to my stoop. Like, no, I'm not going out there. I'm not going. <laughs> they be like, come on, you need to get some air, some fresh light. I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not going outside. I'm good. I'm going to sit right here on this couch. And if you need me, I'll put my head out the window. <laughs> but that's it. I'm not going out there. So it, it's definitely, it's very eerie up there right now. Yeah, definitely. And, um, yeah, I remember I heard, I heard when you, I heard Same. I, a company was going to hire me to come to New York. And a dude was like, well, if you go to New York, yeah, you don't have to go if you go quarantine. up there right now, oh, like no, the first <laughs> your first fourteen days, you have they want you to quarantine. And if you're like traveling by public transportation, they will ask for you to fill out a travel asking you where you live, if you've been around anyone that has COVID, where you live, if you live in New York, where, like they want your exact address. Like you have to fill all of this stuff out. You have to check it in upon arrival. So like. I had to take a trip up there and I took the plane and as soon as I got off the plane, there was a guy standing right there to check people to see if they finished it. And when he finished it, there was a, um, a scan code for him to scan to say that you completed it. Otherwise, if you didn't have it, he had paper forms there for people to stop and fill out and hand to. Like it was serious. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So yeah, I'm definitely glad that you um, came on the show. And like I said, everybody, you're gonna have to get the magazine to yeah. get the juicy questions, the uncut questions, the stuff that you really want to know. That's gonna be in the magazine. So it'll be available at DreamAngelMag.com, DreamAngelMag.com. Also, if you miss any part of this show, it will be on DreamAngelMag.com/radio. You also can search for Dream Angel FM on Spotify, iHeartRadio. You can listen to it on iTunes. So if you missed the show, just just look for it on the podcast and you'll be able to find it. So again, thank you for um, coming in and talking with me and talking about your, you know, your career, your modeling. It's interesting because really, I don't know if you have did your interview for the magazine but um, it was interesting to learn about you, and I can't wait to see what you have. Well, thank you for having me, and interview. thank you for allowing me to be open and be myself. Definitely, definitely. That's what we like about Dream Angel Magazine because it's like it's not one type of model. Mm -hmm. We have the models that's into the rock and this alternative. We have the models that is more urban. We have the models that have the big butts. The models that slim. Yeah, you have models, a lot of diversity. You know, you, I know you seen some of those magazines. This publication that, yeah, definitely. So that's the main thing. It's not just one type. I know you seen some magazines. They, you know. They just yep, have one type, girls, and that's a lot <laughs> of it. That's it. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So. All right. Um, until the next thank time. Thank you, love. Interview. You too. Be safe. You. Have a good Bye. night.
Hello everybody, this is DJ Renato Creative. I'm a music producer, DJ. And I just wanna let you guys know that you can get more exposure for your music. You can get more exposure for that business that you own or that project that you're working on. Only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com advertise. You can get you a professional print ad in the magazine, which features some of the most beautiful models. Or you can get you a ad on this radio station, Dream Angel FM Radio. Again, only thing you have to do is go to dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Again, dreamangelmag.com slash advertise. Yo, what up? It's your boy Jay Stone, and you tuned in to Dream Angel FM Radio. You heard me? Let's go. This is your radio. This is your station. 24-7 for your ears only.